Akimara, we're Mutsoi Shabbos, Kedish Parsha Shmois. We are in Daf Yud Gimel Amad Aleph from the very top of the page. So we're talking about how the, the Megillah says that Ish Yehudi sounds like he came from Yehuda, and then it says that he was immediately came from Benjamin. And um, so we explain that he did come from, uh, from Benjamin, but uh, Yehuda claimed. That he had a he had a shaykhis to them, and we said because uh, an account that Shimi Shimi wasn't uh, killed, David despaired Shimi's life. That's why uh, Mordechai was able to be born. And then the last thing we learned was that in fact they were upset with Mordechai because he antagonized Haman, and they sort of had this goals mentality: you know, to antagonize a guy and uh, and stick to your principles. And the, and the first answer Mordechai gave was that um, that he came from both. Or we said that it doesn't that that, um, that all the names that, that we mentioned there were not described we're not describing Zichas, but rather they're all adjectives describing him. So let's do anything more now. We're we're uh, top of the page, which begins with um, four lines at the top. Rabbi Yechonon Amar. Rabbi Yechonon says. Rabbi Yechonon Rabbi Yechonon says. Lo'elamibinyamikasi. He actually comes from a Yemen. So am I called a Yehudi? So why do they say Ish Yehudi? Because Yehudi is that he denied, as we'll soon see, he denied belief in and anybody who denies the existence of Avodah is known by the title Yehudi. That he, that he, uh, he, he um, he's murder he's and he accepts the Abishta. Yehudi, because Yehuda, he came off Canaan, so Yehudi. So if you give them about seven lines at the top of the page. Uh, so we're, talk, we're still talking about why he's called Ish Yehudi if he came from Binyamin. So we're saying Yehudi is, is a description of a person who denies existence of How do you know that Yehudi means that? Because we find it says along came these men, Yehudayin, and there it talks about it didn't worship the Avodah Zorah. So we're continuing after Gimel Amad Aleph for about seven lines on the top of the page. And the last thing we learned was why he's called Yish Yehudi, because he denies Avodah Zorah. So the Gemara now continues along that theme about denying Avodah Zorah. Shina Pazi can be positive when he was starting to learn Dibra Yami. Dibra Yami is like a summary of our history in Tanakh. Omar Hachi, he said the following. He said, we're enough, you give him an olive about nine lines at the top of the page. He says, He said that even though in Dibra Hayyami we have numerous different names, they're all really the same, just different descriptions. <coughs> but we, we know how to dash them. And we'll give you a, a fascinating example. It says, that his wife, and she's called Yehudiah. That's why we're bringing this down, because this relates back to what we said, that Mordechai was Ish Yehudi, and Yehudi means the night of Yehudah. So this woman known as Yehudiah, Yolda, she gave birth, <coughs> and we'll come back to in a minute which, which woman we're talking about. So we said this woman gave birth, and um, <coughs> who she gave birth to? She gave birth to Yorad, I mean, Yolda, she gave birth to Yorad, this, uh, the, um, the father of G'day, Avi Soichai, and to Chever, the father of Soichai, and to Yukasil, Avi Zanuach. Yukasil, the father of Zanuach. 
And we're going to learn that all of these names are actually describing one person. And the Eila, and who we're talking about, this Isha Hayudia, Bisya Bas Pare. We're talking about the daughter of Pare. People call her Basia, but actually her name is Bisya, the daughter of Pare. Asherlokach Mora, that Mora married her. What's going on here? So first of all, my call Yudia. Why is the daughter of Pari known as Yudia? Because she denied the existence of Avodah Zara, which is exactly, we're about 11 lines on the top. If somebody has an art scroll there, if you can say uh, exactly what you're up to. Uh, 13A1, second column. Correct. Okay. Because she denied Avodah Zara. It says in the Pasuk, where do you know that the daughter of Pari denied the existence of the Zara? It says the Pasuk, by data Bas Pari, the daughter of Pari went down to bathe herself by the Nile. What is she washing? She She went to bathe from the Avodah of her house, and Rashi says she converted. She, she went to Mikla in order to convert, which would tell us that the Jews already had a status of Jews, because there's a big argument if prior to Matan Torah, the Jews had a status of Jews, or so they were all going, not to think as a Jew, they're all Goyim, but they followed the, the tradition of Yidin, but they technically weren't Yidin. The fact that Rashi says that she was toivul, that she went to the mikveh, that means Rashi would hold that prior to Matan Torah, they already had the status of Jews, and therefore she converted. Because if she learned, if you learned that she didn't, that there was no status of Jews, then she would have bathed herself from Avodah Zorah, but it's nothing to do with, with uh, conversion. But Rashi clearly says conversion. Then he continues. She gave birth to Moshe Rabbeinu. She raised Moshe Rabbeinu. Let me tell you. Anybody who raises an orphan in the house, the daughter of Pare, Bisya, is credited with, with, uh, with giving birth to Moshe because she raised him. And, who, and all of these names are descriptions of Moshe. Yorad Zem Moshe. Why is it called Moshe? The only thing my wife called why is it called Yorad? She Yorad Lemi Sol Mon Miyama came down every single day Mon in his lifetime. So that's why it says Yorad. On the side of here, there's another Gisa that says he brought the the Torah down. Goder. Why is it? It says Yorad. It says the father of Goder. Who's Goder? She Goder Pitzesein She Yisrael. He made partitions by the Eden. He he gave us all these rules, disciplines. And then it says Hever that he was also Hever. Why is he called Hever? Like to unite or a, a, a French. He united, he connected the Jews to the Abishter. That Moshe Bain was like a Sukkah, he protected us from all the elements and from all kinds of punishments and from Abishter. Yikusil, why was he referred to as Yikusil? There's like two words, Kavay Kale. They all hoped. And believed in Hashem. Shekavi Yisrael, the Kale, they believed in Hashem. The Yom of in his lifetime. Zenuach, he was called the father of Zenuach. Why is he Zenuach? Zenuach means to throw away. He got the Abishad to forgive all the sins of Eden. He threw them away. Now it says three times, father, father, father. We're talking about Moshe Rabbeinu. Why does it have three times? Yoda, the father of Gedoi, Chavi, the father of Soichai. And you can see the father was Neich. Avi, 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 because of the Taita, he was a father in Taita. Of the Chachma, he was a father in wisdom. And of the Nevius, he was a father when it came to prophecy. Then it says further. The Eile B'nei Bisya Asher Lokach Who did she marry? Morad. Who in the world is Morad? 
says the Gemara, Fascinating. She married Kolev. We also learned in Mortainas that, that Kolev was married to Miriam. So Kolev was married to Miriam and was married to the daughter of Pare. And Omar Kajbaruch, Yahweh Kolev. I think, why do you call Yahweh Kolev the rebel? Yahweh Kolev. Let Kolev come. He rebelled against all the other spies. And the Yisa let him marry Bas Pare Shemorda Beglula Beisavia. She rebelled against her father. And that's what we mean when we said we learned yesterday the Gemara uh, that he came, took out a nation from a nation. It means took out a nation by a nation. One of the possible explanations is we were saved from Pare by Pare himself, because his daughter that saved Moshe, who saved Kal Yisrael. And the same thing by Purim. It was Haman. The treacherous Haman who, who got rid of Vashti and that enabled Esther to become the wife of Achashvedesh. So the person who tried to destroy us is the one who actually ended up saving us. Then it will continue in the Megillah, it says that he went to exile from Shalayim together with the, the, the rest of the diaspora. Sounds like he wasn't forced to go to the diaspora, he volunteered. He went on his own. He went on his own. Just like Yimya went on his own, he went on his own. And Yimah had to go back, because Hashem told him to, but Mordechai was not told to go back, so he went. And it says in the Posse that he brought up Hadassah, who is Hadassah Esther. So what was her real name? Hadassah Esther. She's called, she goes by both names. She's called here Hadassah, and then the rest of the English is called Esther. We'll have, a, we'll have a discussion whether her real name was Esther, and the other one is purely an adjective, or the other way around. Ramey says, Esther Shema, her real name is Esther. Lomanikra Shema Hadassah, so why refer to her as Hadassah? Al Shem HaTzadikim Shenikru Hadassah. There's a posse when it talks about Hanani, Meshav Azayel, Hashem says that he was between them. He refers to them as Hadassim, as, as uh, myrtles. And therefore, that's like a, a euphemism for Tzadikim, and that was Esther called Hadassah. Hashem stood between all the Hadassim. Rabbi Yehuda says, no. In fact, Hadassishma, her real name was Hadassah. The Loma Nikrishma Esther, so why refer to as Esther? She concealed her secrets. It says, Ain't Esther, Magedis is Amma was allowed to. Esther refused to reveal where she, the nation where she came from. And Nehemiah says that I agree that her name was Hadassah, but why was she referred to as Esther? Let me go to Esther, show you. They all called her like the Levana. She was pretty like Levana, like the song, Shame Levana. That's what it was. So they, um, so they nicknamed her the moon. But as Esther, she wasn't tall, she wasn't short. Like a myrtle is not a long, not like a rubber, which is very long. In other words, when Chana was asking for Shmuel, she said, I want to be having more brachas. I want somebody average, and this, and therefore she was average. That's what she called Hadassah. Esther, in fact, she was like olive. She was greenish. And um, they miraculously made it her, her full of charm. So everybody desired her. It says in the passage she had no parents. No, she was the same. And then it says, it repeats it again. When a father and mother died. Why repeat it again? says, When the mother fell pregnant, right away her father died. She never, she never met her father. As soon as she was born, her mother died. When a father and mother died, 
when her father died, Mordechai took her as a daughter. Mordechai actually married her. It says, but it's kept a secret in the, in, in the Megillah because otherwise it would be quite offensive that Mordechai's wife also was Achashverosh's wife. It says, where do you find the word bas? Also refers to bias, a wife. We find when David HaMelech um, forced Uriah Chiti to go to the front and got him killed so that he can marry Basheva. The Nasan Anavi came in, told him the famous example of a very poor person that only had one sheep and how the rich person came and took that one sheep away, which was referring to Dovid HaMelech who took away, you know, Uriah Chiti had one wife and Dovid could have had anybody and took her away. So it says over there, Russia to the poor person, the poor person, all the poor person have is one sheep, a small one, a lamb, that he bought. The Yichye, and then this lamb, you know, gave him life with the godly might. And he kept the he nurtured this lamb and raised the lamb with him, being born of the lamb grew together with the whole family. And um together. The lamb would eat from the bread and the from drink from their cup, and would sleep in his bosom, but like a was like a daughter. So what did it mean, like a daughter? Because he he ray, uh, he slept in the uh, the lamp slept in the bosom like a daughter. Ella means lebayis, so lemoshel, but he married. Uh, it was like his wife. Here too, Mordechai married Esther. Then it says possible eight seven oris. Amar Rav says Rav went by seven maids. This is how she knew which day Shabbos was because they were locked up. They had no idea when Shabbos was. So every day had another maid. So she knew that this maid came. It was Shabbos. And he changed in his daughters. I changed his maid. Michael, you do. What do you mean change? What did he change? Change the food to make sure that she ate kosher food. Now even though. She, no one knew that she was Jewish, yet somehow or another she was able to convince them that she grew up in Mordechai's house, she got used to eating this kind of food, I need kosher food. Not for religious purposes, but cultural purposes. Shmuel Amar gave them to eat the fatty part of chazir. So then you have to wonder, so what exactly was the change? So what changed it exactly? Now she wasn't punished because she had no Rashi said because she had no choice. But what was the change? Tasis learned she didn't eat it. Tasis' words are chas that she ate it. And maybe that was the change. The change was that she didn't eat. And um, others say actually, kata the chazir means chazir is a chazeris. It's the morad or the cabbage that we eat on, on Pesach. And that's what they ate, the heads of cabbage. Everyone else ate meat and she ate cabbage. That was a change. But she ate seeds. It says by he Meltzer that the waiter says passed by took away all the bread and everything. refused to eat and gave them seeds. Gave them seeds and there was plenty of protein in those seeds. In the Ramah, in Shulchan Aruch and Simat Tzadik, hey, says in Hichos Purim that there's a minik during Surah's Purim to eat seeds. And it comes from this over here because Esther survived for six months on seeds. Shisha Chadoshim, six months with Shemen Hamor. They used the Shemen Hamor. What in the world is Shemen Hamor? My Shemen Hamor. Rabchibar Abba Omar Setach is a balsam oil. Rabuna Omar Shemen Zayis, Shlehevi Shlish. Olive oil that didn't mature. Tanya Rabbi Omer, Anfiknon. 
They, they, they talks about the different oils you can use for a flower offering. It says this particular oil known as amphikinoin is shemen zayish lehevish It's olive oil that's not a third ready and you shouldn't use it. The lama sachin says, so what's the advantage of using this olive oil that isn't mature? Shemeshir esasir. It removes over here and it, it, it makes the, the, the flesh glisten and shine. Every girl at night, they would go to the palace and in the morning they would leave. In other words, Hashem slept with every contestant. Even though it was despicable as behavior, but there's one, there's one silver lining there. Only had relations at night, not during the day. But he Esther Nesat Chaim Esther found uh, found favor in his eyes. Amar Abulad Abulad says Melamed we already had this before. Should call Echad veEchad every single nation Nidmasalaiku Masay took claim that she was a member of that nation because they found in her something that some affinity to the people there or she had, she looked similar to those people. Then it says Vatilokach Esther Abelchmerchveder she was taken to the king. To his kingdom, city, the tenth month, which is Tavis, Tavis, and and this is winter time, and and fortunate for her it was winter time, because winter is very very cold. It's winter time, and then body warmth plays a big role, and therefore he enjoyed Esther more than others because it's very very cold then, and therefore he loved her more than anybody else. And he showed her more favor. If it isn't anybody else, what exactly? First of all, why do you love him more? So we just gave a reason because it's a month and then a goof and a goof. But Amara Bikesh Litem Tam Sulatom, Tambu Ulatom. And because um, it says in the Pasik that es, he loved Esther Mikol Hanoshi, all the women. And then he says he found charm in her because of Sulas. If he wanted to feel experience that he experienced her, that she's a virgin, he felt that experience. If he wanted to experience that she was a, a wife, he felt that as well. The Yazam of Godly made a large, lavish party. He made a party because he wanted that Esther should reveal finally which nation she, she came from. He refused to say. Then in her honor, Dolly Kaga, he lifted all the taxes. Didn't reveal anything. Shoda Pardishna. He then sent people, he said presents <coughs> to all different governors on her behalf. Legalia, she still refused to reveal. Then with COVID, so he made a second, he made a second beauty pageant. And the question is what he, after he selected Esther, why in the world did he make a second beauty pageant? Says the Gemara, he covered so the Shanees, why? So the Gemara says, interesting, Ozzily went, Shokel ate the he went to Mordechai to get advice. How do I get her to talk? Omar, he said to her, A woman would get jealous if there's another wife as well who might end up living with her husband. And therefore, maybe that's how, and then, then she will reveal your, her, her secret and you'll then disband this pageant. And why Mordechai said that? Because he knew for sure that uh, um, Esther is going to maintain discretion, not say anything, but he wanted to find favor in Achashvedish's eyes. Nevertheless, Esther refused to reveal the chesif. Ain Esther magedes malavta. Amar Abulazim, my chesif. It says in pasuk. This is what it says. Lo yigara mitzadik einav. This is what it says. That lo yigara mitzadik einav. That he does not take away from mitzadik his eyes. But the Eibush Akansi looks at the activities of the dikim to reward them accordingly. 
Because Rachel displayed discretion. Shaul was the first king of Amisro and a descendant from Rachel from Benjamin. And Shaul himself behaved in a way of discretion. Zocha the Yotzim and Esther. Esther came from as well because Esther was Mordechai's niece. Esther also came from Yom. Who might sneers Hoysibah by Rachel? Where do we see discretion by Rachel? Dichsiv, because it says, by Yaged Yaakov Rachel, Yaakov revealed to Rachel, Ki Achi Abiyo, that she is Lavan's brother. That's not true. She was Lavan's nephew. He was Lavan's nephew. Bichi Achi Abiyo, Alad Ben Achais Abiyo. She was the brother of the sister of Lavan. That was a nephew. This is the this is the discussion that Yaakov had with Rachel. He said to Rachel, "Mincevli, marry me." Yes, I'm happy to. But me, Abraham, I want you to know my father is a is a cunning liar. You'll never be able to get what you want. He said to her, "I guess Yaakov is a little bit naive." Oh, I'm equal to him when it comes to trickery. She said to him, "You're allowed to go down that path." A trickery, in yes, in a case where you're dealing with a, a conniver, a conniving person, you're allowed to deal with him the same way. How do I know that? Because the Bosik, in Geber Titover, with a with a good person, you behave the same way. But in Ikish, but with a crooked person, to topple, you also create, you also behave crooked. he said to her, Maidam Yusa, what? How is your father going to trick me? Why would he want to trick me? She said, I have an older sister. There's no way that he will let me marry her, marry before her. So they gave these intimate signs that he'll know that it's her. When it came that night, Rachel realized that, that Leah will be found out and she'll be humiliated. My sister will be totally humiliated because she doesn't know there was some money. My father put her in my place. I will give her overall some money. So, uh, and he never told that to Yaakov. At night, Rachel could have revealed to Yaakov, hey, you're being tricked. Till now, it wasn't Leia. She, he thought he was marrying Rachel. Because of the signals that Rachel gave over to Leia, Yaakov was convinced that this was Rachel. And that's why, because she was discreet and didn't want to humiliate her sister, Shoal. Um, the first king by Jewish people came from her. Where do you see that Shaul was discreet? It says, Now what happened? Um, sorry, Shmuel. What happened was Shmuel, when he went to look for the donkeys, Shmuel went and Hashem told Shmuel to go and anoint him. And he was a very humble person, Shaul. When he came back and his uncle said to him, knew, did you find and he was anointed to be king. When he came back, as far as he said to him, no, did you find the donkeys? And he said, yeah. And he didn't reveal to his uncle at all that uh, he was anointed to be king. So that is uh, where we see the discretion of uh, Sholem Elch. Um, Zohar, so therefore he was Zohar, the ultimate Esther. Esther came from him. He decides to give it was generous to a person. It's not just a, not just a temporal thing. It's for future generations as well. Shanema, it says the Posey by Yeshivim Lanetzach that he returned to him forever. He he set them up forever by Yigo and he elevated him. And that's the same possibly about Shalom Melch. Bim Hegi, if somebody becomes you know full of hubris, 
and becomes conceited, then it is, you know, pushes them down, presses them down. It says, and if they are tied in chains, etc., etc., that's you know, they, they, if they become too, uh, too proud, they should make sure they lose everything. Then it says, further, Megillah's mama she followed the, 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 the laws or the, 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 of the rulings of Mordechai. What's that talking about? This is an amazing thing. She showed the blood of a nida to the Rachamim. In other words, she still lived with Mordechai. Even when she was by Cheshveda, she continued to live with Mordechai. And she didn't have to worry about a nida with Cheshveda, but she had to worry about whether she's a nida with Mordechai. So therefore, she would go and ask to see whether the, you know, the different Maris, if the, you know, the, she found the, some blood there, whether it was blood or you know, a spot, whether it was blood or the weather wasn't blood. <clears throat> um, which is pretty amazing. Um, Omar Rava Rava says, Balima Shahisa Medes Mecheke Shalachashvedes. What do you mean, Shahisa? I mean, they went with him. She would, when she left the, the bosom of Hashvedish, with Tevela, she would go to the mikveh. Um, only because um, she wanted to wash away any any vestige of anything from Achashvedish. And they're not going to need to be What's it, Mordechai? Could you imagine if Achashvedish would have found that out? But Yomim Mahaim. And then Taysa asked a question that if she lived with Achashvedish and Mordechai simultaneously, there's a law that says you have to, you know, when you live with one person, you have to wait three months before you live with another person so we can determine the child, who the child was. So how did she live with Achashvedish and then with Mordechai at the same time? We can learn later in the Gemara in a few days from now that Mordechai actually eventually gave her a get. But, uh, or Teisa did. But um, Teisa here says that whenever she had relations with Achashvedish, she wore, she had contraception. And, uh, and therefore there was no issues there of having a child. At that stage, later on, she had the Yavish with Achashvedish. And yeah, the Gemara continues. There's a long thesis in the beginning of Exodus to know how she was able to live with Achashvedish. You know, that three are that a person has to be prepared to be Moisa Nefesh, Avayazara, and the you know, murder, and Gila Arayas. She's a married woman. How in the world does she live with the guides? Beautiful thesis there. I mean, the simple answer is she had no choice. But, um, and a woman is different than a man, because the man is proactive and she is more passive. But there are other answers there as well. Anyway, the Gemara continues. By Yom and that day, they cut up big sinners, because they got angry. Sorry? There's an exception for when you have to be Moser, there's an exception for when you have to be Moser Nefesh for Giloy Arias. By a woman is different than by a man. The woman is passive, the man is proactive. So a woman doesn't have to be Muslim. No. Well, so no. that's a that's a for men then. That's sorry. So that yeah. mitzvah, that's that isser is only for men. Yeah, yeah, according to most opinions, yes. Yeah. That's a chiddush. It is, but it's a choice. I didn't make it up. It, it, it's a gemara. We'll learn in Beth Sorer. We'll learn the fine Zion, and we will learn also. It's called Karka Olam. Robert says there Karka Olam. Gemara talks about. It. We'll see that Ayn Zayn Sanhedrin in about three years' time. <clears throat> so the Gemara continues. Uh, there is one opinion, by the way, it says 
and I can't remember where I where I saw this, but there's one opinion that says that that Esther never lived with Achashverosh. There's always a Malach who appeared to look like Esther, who um, was having the relations while she was married to Marcha. Later on, Malum, when she said Kasher Avadati Avadati, is that she decided that's it. Till then, she was forced to live with Achashverosh. From that moment onwards, she did it voluntarily, and everything changed then. And then she had a kid, the Yavish, who allowed them to build the base of Migdash. The Abish made uh, one in one instance, the Abish made Pare angry with his servants in order to enable Yasef to eventually become the viceroy of Mitzrayim. Last is the same side, the will of a Tadik Amana Yasef, that's Yasef Shemet says, This person told Pare, Oh, we had a Yidir sitting languishing in its prison with us, and that's how the whole story evolved. And sometimes he got the servants angry about the master to enable Mordechai to, to get in charge because Mordechai curried the favor of He had some kudos because he saved his life um, from the plot of Vixen Veshevish. He found out. were the nation of And they spoke in that language, a language that nobody was familiar with at all in that part of the world. They said, the day that Esther joined Achashverosh, we, we can't sleep because they're having relations all the time. And every time he finishes relations, he wants a drink and we have, and we're his butlers, we have to serve him, or one of them with the butlers. Let's put poison in his cup, he should die, and that's enough. They had no idea, Mordechai was one of the Sanhedrin, and we learned in the Gemara that out of the full Sanhedrin, you had to have three people. We had this Gemara Menachas, three people who knew the uh, seventy languages. One, according to one opinion, one can speak the seven language, other ones understood. But Yedaya Bashim he knew all the seven languages, including Tashish. Tashish. Uh, they said, but we don't have the same, uh, what do you call it, tour of duty and different jobs. Amalai, so how are we going to do this? Amalai said, don't worry. I'll fill in for you. And the Eshma Mishmarti Umishmartecha, I'll fill in for you. And if it frees you up, and you go get the poison and, and fill the cup. They searched, and sure enough, they found. What do you mean? They found that one of them was not there fulfilling his role. After this event, Haman came along. What after after what event? First, David should make sure this event happened. And this already planted the seeds for the ultimate redemption of the Eden, savior of the Eden. The Amr Shlokish will not uh, harm the Eden unless first he places the seeds that's going to eventually help us out. Shenema, because then the pasuk, the Rafi that I will when I heal the Eden, and then only the Nigla of Ephraim I'll reveal the sin of Ephraim. So I first planted the seeds of Ephraim. Marco Eisen first he hits them, then he creates Orafur. Remember, it says, the Nogav Hashem es Mitzrayim, Hashem has smitten Mitzrayim, Nogav first he afflicted them, and then Verofi, then he healed them. So by Goyim, first he, he gives them the Tzorah, and then he afterwards tries to help them out. Haman felt that it wasn't enough to go ahead and just harm Mordechai himself. So what actually happened there? First, he wanted only to harm Mordechai. Then, he wanted to hear the, the peers of Mordechai and Mani Rabbanon. All the Yidin there. He made this um, lottery. Tony, we learned 
So it's like a double lottery. What's a double lottery? Kivan Shinofalpur Bukhidas Ada Sukhidala. When the lottery fell on other, he was overjoyed. The measure says he went through every month and every month had something positive for the Yidin. He was very worried. But when it came to other, there was nothing that happened good for the Yidin. And in fact, Moshe Rabbeinu passed away then. So he thought, ah, Gavaldik. They didn't know Shibashiva Ba'adam Mace, that Moshe Rabbeinu Taka passed away seven day of other, but Bashiva Nailit. He was also born on the seven day other. And as we have the Imara Kedushin, that a tzaddik passes away the same day they were born. And we actually have him the Tata. Uh, because it says, you know, by, by Moshe Hayyim, Today I'm 120 years old. So he was the day he passed away, the day he was born. Yes, I'm there is one nation. There is no one who knows how to say or slander, like Haman. This is the conversation that took place between Haman and Achashvedish. Haman turned Achashvedish, he says, Let's go ahead and destroy the Eden. I'm frightened from their God. He shouldn't do me what he did to, the, uh, to my predecessors. They are sleeping, they're, they're derelict from observing their mitzvahs. But they have rabbis who perform the mitzvahs. Now they're all the same because the rabbis are responsible for the Eden. So the Eden are not doing the mitzvahs. Even if the rabbis are, it doesn't matter. Shema Toimer, I, Haman said. He sort of envisaged every single possible uh, concern that Achshedosh had, and he, and he dealt with it straight away. He said, maybe you're going to say, if I can destroy the Jewish people, there's going to be a big vacuum. In Shemekorchani Yosem Amochus will be a big vacuum. Avoid Mephuzardim and Amim. They're sprinkled everywhere. Don't be a, you won't even notice their, their absence. Shemekorchani Yosem Amochus maybe you benefit from having the Jewish population. Mephuzardim Kipreidazu, they're like this Mephuzardim. Uh, Normally, we try to mean they're spread out. No, Mufudim means like a prey, like a mule. She ain't no to pay. A mule can't bear children. They're a mule. They, they, they're they parasites. They take it. They don't give back. Maybe there's one country somewhere, a, a county that's all Jewish, like a ghetto. They're everywhere. But the same their, their traditions are different than any nation. If you have a chance, you look up Tagum Sheni on Megillah. On the Pasig that they say, Ghalam, it goes through all the different Hagim that Haman talks about. Like Simchas Torah, they would put, you know, uh, if they would have flags. He talked about Simchas Torah flags and apples. And, and he talks about all the different Hagim he goes through. Fascinating. Anyway, the Gemara said, they wouldn't join in our meals because it's not kosher. They wouldn't marry our girls. They wouldn't give us their girls. What do you mean they don't follow the edicts of the king or the laws of the land? A whole year they go around saying, Shabbos Hayyim. You can't work at Shabbos today. Pesach Hayyim. I'm not sure why he singled out Pesach and rather than Sukkot or Shavuos or, or you know, anyway, they're always looking for excuses not to work. Remember, Shabbos was an innovation that they're from the Eden. It's not worthy of keeping them. They eat and they drink and they insult your monarchy. How? Because when they eat, unfortunately, there's so many pogroms that happen as a result of this particular argument. If a yid eats and a fly falls in his cup, he tosses the fly away and he'll continue drinking. If a guy touches a cup of a yid, he tosses to the ground, they won't touch it. Even the king touches it. If it's good for you, just destroy them. And then he said, I'll offer you money. 
I'll offer you the 10,000 um, silver favors. I'll offer you all this money. It is revealed that the Abishta Lishkosh, before I go further, Tasha said a beautiful thing here. When he said, uh, sorry, I'll get to it in a second. He said that, when, uh, that the Abishta knew that Haman will do what he did, and he'll offer 10,000 shkolim. And therefore, he um, the Abishta got made us give a machtis hasheko earlier. So this way, it, we already uh, gazumped his offer of 10,000 shkolim. Behind it now. This will be learned. The first day of the Mashmim Alashkolim. We make announcements that everybody should prepare to give Shkolim for the new year. Listen, while the climb on the climb. So you offer all this money. The money is yours. The money is yours and do with the nation whatever you please. Taisa says the word Hakesev, the word Hakesev is, is 165. And the word ha eights, I in seven inside nine is hundred and ha is hundred sixty-five. But when he's when Amnachashveda said without realizing it, he was saying the tree is going to be your end, your demise. So what we have here is Achashveda is just as bad as Haman. He offered, he said, I don't even need your money, just kill the Jewish people. So Amr Baba the Baba said, the Haman, what are they compared to? Two people. There were two people. One guy had a mound in his field and it bothered him to no end. The other one had a, a, a ditch or a hole in his field and it bothered him to no end. He wanted to fill it. The one in the mound said, um, I, wish, I wish that I can get rid of this mound here prepared to pay for it. Um, and Balatella, the owner of the of the mound, said, I wish the guy of the hole would give me the hole for money so I can fill it with my sand. The Yamim is Dav Guzet is that they both met each other. The owner of the hole said to the owner of the mound, Why don't you sell me your mound? sell you. Take my mound away from me. I want to get rid of it and fill your hole, and we'll both win from it. And um but Halavai, Halavai, he did that. And that's the same thing happened in Haman Achashvedish. Haman didn't want the Eden, Achashvedish didn't want the Eden. And Haman offered Machashvedish, you know what? Just do it for free. Just take care of them. But beautiful ideas behind this Gemara, but it's late, so we'll talk about it another time. Anyway, have a Shavuot, everybody. A good Vach.